They say love is patient, they say love is kind Marriage on the other hand takes those things plus wine Spousing is a journey, not for the faint of heart Being married to a human is a science and an art Hey Katie Hey Lauren How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's one of those days that, like, I'm really tired, but in a good way, like, I feel like I've had a, a, done some good work today, so, that's how about a, you? That's a really good way to feel, I feel. Also, yeah, I heard like you're having a, a delicious tired. frozen treat. Oh, yeah, um, this is my favorite new dessert, these frozen cherries, which I've been, like, housing bags of frozen cherries every night for dessert before bed, and... Turns out cherries are a natural source of melatonin, and I've been like, why have I been so tired recently? Because I'm really? fisting melatonin every single night, uh, you know, <laughs> bef- right before I go to bed. So Wow. Yeah. I had no I'm idea. Really very good for I you. I'm cherries. reading a book about um, food as medicine, and I was like, ah, that's where I learned that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I love cherries, too. Nighttime cherries. Evening cherries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Are you eating anything? Um, well, I just finished eating, but I am mm-hmm. currently drinking... I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm currently Today, drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm having an, a lovely double IPA from the Smart Mouth Brewery. Um, is it strong? It is pretty strong. Mm-hmm. How strong are you, beer? What is your strength? Double it IPA. is 9.1%. Yep, double IPA. Don't mm-hmm. mess around. Because I had a... Remember on our travel episode, we talked about those chaotic neutral and chaotic good moments? Yeah, well, you have a chaotic I've, evil day. Yeah, and since you started out with a recommendation, <laughs> I have a recommendation of what not to do. And okay. I, uh, I accidentally lost my keys, didn't realize it until I went out to my car when I was already very much stretched to the limit today. And so I found them in the science closet like 40 minutes after I was supposed to have left work. So it's mm. almost 7 p.m. and I just got home. <laughs> yes. Uh, I yeah. love that chaotic brain of yours, but I'm so sorry for today. Yeah, but you know what? It makes me realize a lot of things about a lot of opportunities for growth, a lot of area of self-improvement. And a lot of that is mindfulness. Just remember, I set my car keys down. Paying attention to yourself. I almost ran into my coworker in the hall the other day. We were coming around the corner. Luckily, he has squeaky shoes. But he had <laughs> he had a mug full of hot tea, and he we almost bumped into each other. And he looked at me, and he goes, oh, I was not being mindful. And I was like, well, luckily, your shoes were very loud. So <laughs> I heard you coming. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? I'm excited. Yeah. Well, last week, you and I have spouses whose birthdays are three days apart. I know, I know. So last week was an intense week for us, you and me. Separately. If you're a zodiac person, you might you might think that people with similar personalities, such as ours, might also be attracted to people with similar person similar personalities to each other's. Yeah, but I don't know if that has anything to do with the zodiac because you are you and me are different zodiacs. That's what, true. I are just you mean a water partnerhood. Sign? No, I'm a fire. Oh. Leo's are fire signs, aren't they? I have no, truly no idea. I have a yeah, patient right now who, like, every time I do something in group, she's like, are you a Leo? <laughs> <laughs> you this do week, have kind of a Leo vibe. Well, I said no, and then another guy in my group goes, but you're from New Jersey. And I was like, <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Those are very similar, very I, similar. I, I agree, yes. Everyone from New Jersey was born in August? August. Yeah. 
Leos. They're all Leos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what are, yeah. We're going to talk about celebrating our spouses. And this is something that can be difficult to do because you have to have a really good knowledge and understanding of the way that they're going to receive that celebration, that celebratory feeling. (laughs) So I guess I, my question to you is in what ways do you feel like, how, how does this play in your relationship? Um, well, my husband likes to be, like, if he wants to feel celebrated and he wants, like, a reward or, like, a gift from me, he likes me to do acts of service. That's, like, a love language thing. So, um, if I'm trying to lift him up or thank him for something, I will usually try to do an act of service. But Mark also really likes, um, to be, um, shown that I know him, right? Like anything Mm -hmm. that I'm doing, he likes it to show that, and that me too, like whatever I do, he wants me to show that I know him and that I've thought about it. So like for instance, this week, Mark got, for Mark's birthday, he got um, an Apple watch from me, which is a, a big deal. Um. And the reason that he got it is because of all of the ways that an Apple Watch can be helpful in the PE classroom. So Yes! <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, it, it has been allowing him to put his phone down more. So, you know. I, I really like that. Yeah. What about you? I, I think oh, that's really key. Um, yeah. I think we, we deal with a, a situation where celebrations can be stressful times for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Pressure? Yeah. And I think... <laughs> Okay, I remember when we were talking proposals. So, and we'll do, we should do an episode on proposals. Uh-huh. Because, and so it's a rich field. Um, mm-hmm. But briefly, I, my, my wife proposed to me, and then we always had the plan I was going to propose too, because there's two people making a decision. Two people should get to ask the question, was what I we love were thinking. That. And so when I, we talked through like what she, I wanted, like she knew me well enough to know what I wanted. She did it perfectly. And we talked through what she wanted, and she was like, I definitely don't want, like X, like I don't want like a quiet night at home or like whatever. Like, and she was mm-hmm. like, I want it to feel special. And I was like, okay. And I kind of had an idea in the back of my mind and you'd have to know my wife to know how like perfect this is, but I was going to mm-hmm. get an ice cream cake and have it written on the ice cream cake and do it and Aww. like set up our back porch and like, uh, like put lights up and have roses. All that. Yeah. And I had this idea. And so I, she was like, no, no, like, or she didn't know about that. She just told me what she thought she didn't want. And so um, we ended up doing something different. And I could tell at the time, like, it wasn't, I'm, it was still beautiful. We still really, like, look back on it like, oh, that's sweet. But it definitely wasn't what she wanted. And yeah. then when I told her about the thing I was going to do, and she was like, oh, my God, I would have way preferred that. Mm. And so celebrations are hard. So what was it you, about? Like, was huh? it about, what was it about? The, like, just vibe of it? Or, like. Yeah, well, Caitlin would say it was about me I think she's grown into self-awareness a lot, like, within the within our relationship. Right. And I think she sometimes fancies herself. You and, you and I have talked about this before. She wants to want certain things. Yeah. You and I have talked about things that we we fancy ourselves this, but really mm-hmm. we're not that. I really want to want to run for office one day, but I just don't. <laughs> I just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's the same thing. Like, she wants to want bigger deal, like a big more bigger public situation, but she didn't really. So right, celebrating right. my spouse can be really hard because there are some mixed messages that I think I get. Right. If she um, doesn't know how she feels the most celebrated. Yeah. And she has come a long way in that. Um, 
And I think the more that you get to know your partner, it's exactly like, I feel like what Mark wants is I think what most people want. They want to know, they want to feel seen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know that that's the case for me that like, I, I want there to be something that like, like, I don't know. I I want, yeah, that's exact. I can't say it any better. I want to feel seen. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, It made me think about a marriage minute we got from Gottman recently. The princess and the pea, Do you remember Mm, this one? Yes, I read this to my patients. Okay, so there's, and this is a really good, uh, not just for, not just applicable to celebrations, but, um, so there's an arbitrary belief, like, this whole story is, like, the princess and the pea, she can only feel, she, you know she's a princess because she can't feel the pea, or she can feel the pea under many mattresses, um, and I love the the Gottman thing says, we'd go into more detail, but that wouldn't make it a more logical story. Yes. (laughs) Which is true. So, but they did did dig into it and take the perspective that this is a story about sensitivity. Mm -hmm. So that everyone has a P of a need or request hidden beneath a stack of emotional mattresses. Um, So you might hear statements like, I can't believe I had to plan my own birthday party. Do you even know when our anniversary is? Why don't special occasions matter to you at all? It's like I'm the only one who cares, blah, blah, blah. But what that person is really saying, the P, is I want to feel special. Yes. Yeah. So I like that they challenge us to put our own sensitivity and curiosity to the test and find the P. And I think that's exactly what's happened over the, like, as we've evolved, um, putting our own sensitivity and curiosity to the test. And then I think asking questions to get to know how that person wants to be celebrated and find, right. find and like deep questions. Like right. they might think they want a big party or they might think that they want a quiet night at home and they right. might truly want something different. You know, I really wanted to throw Mark a big party this year because it was his 30th birthday, but all of our friends are turning 30 this year, and so, like, a lot of people's wives had the idea to throw them a 30th birthday party, and so, like, you know, I just didn't want to be, that that wouldn't have been much of a surprise, so I knew, I don't know, like, that was something that I knew, I had to make it a big deal, but I didn't want to, like... I knew that that was just not going to be something that he wanted. But, you yeah. know, when I think about celebrating our spouses, I think in addition to, like, celebrations, I think about how we take joy in them and lift them up on a regular basis and, yeah. like, experience them, you know? Exactly. Well, I have – okay, I want to get – put it okay, – I'm okay. touching my nose okay. in, in a, a virtual way. I can't see um, you, but I I know, you. but I, that's why I need to tell you Thank that you. it's happening so that I you would know it. communication. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, so we experienced something similar. I, being a planner, I really like to have things on the calendar far in advance. I want to have time to prep for things. And I think Caitlin was really unsure. I think she's not super used to being, to like celebrations in general. Birthdays aren't really like a huge thing in her family. Like they'll call each other or whatever. But in my family, even into adulthood, like all of us are like in our 30s and our late 30s, um, we still all get together for everybody's birthday, and there's still, like, an event. Like, we always mm-hmm. do, like, a hockey game for my one brother's birthday, and we do a, um, uh outdoorsy thing for my other brother. And yeah. to, for me, we go to the beach. So it's always, like, a big celebration thing. So I, I think I put a lot of that on her, whereas Caitlin's like, huh, I never really thought about it. And so then uh, we fell into a pattern where she was unsure of how she wanted to be celebrated and we actually actually ended up celebrating her for four days which (laughs) I thought at at first I was like oh she's gonna hate this This it's gonna be so exhausting for her but actually I think she had a really great time 
Oh, wow. Then you must have done it the right way. Yeah. She got to celebrate with smaller groups of people and, like, really mm. spend, I think, time with the people that were really important to her. Classic introvert. Yeah. Energy can be maintained as long as she's in the small groups of people that are really important to her. Yeah. yeah. Which you I would really not liked. I would not invite Caitlin to a birthday party that I throw with all of my friends. Right. <laughs> Caitlin no, would be that's... like, I'll make an appearance, but I'm gonna leave. <laughs> Kay- Caitlin would find Billy and you would just never see her again. <laughs> yeah, she would come up and give me a hug and she would say, I don't like this. I'm going outside. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm, and I'm taking your dog. <laughs> yes, and I would be like, I love you, boo boo, go outside. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you do you. Yeah. Okay, so I actually Good thing found you, a though, for sort of thank you i mm-hmm. i do uh i'll accept that mm-hmm. um it was a Wife stressful data. thing but I, it's one of those things we are going to learn to do like we are mm-hmm. going to learn to celebrate each other as my i don't know if i've said this on the podcast before but i have a um family member who's been married like a billion years and he always says uh that the first 20 years of marriage are the hardest Oh my After God, that, thought, it's easy. I thought they said it's the first 40. That's how I always quote him. I, that is one of my favorite things that I always say. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's only 20. You get out of that easier. Oh, wow. Well, I've been prepared for, that's good news for me. You should have told me in 20 years that, like, yeah, I was, I know. I'd be like, oh, only 20 more years to go. And you're like, no, no, this no, is the done. year it gets easy. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. and I, I love that because it's, we are growing together. We're learning and growing together and, and celebrating each other is something we're doing, but we can do better. Yeah. And TBH, we haven't had a whole lot of practice because my wife's schedule is so crazy that in general, she's always like working. So it's always like, okay, we're going to do, you and I will go to a nice dinner a couple of days later, which is also a great way to celebrate. It is. Well, and it's an important way to celebrate too. Yeah. And it makes me think that maybe there's some other stuff like, I don't know, putting too much pressure on a celebration is also going to cause stress. Has Has that ever happened? Yeah, well, I think it, I got stressed out planning the birthday celebration this year, and that's like the opposite of what Caitlin wants and needs from me, you know? Yeah, yeah. You remember last year on my birthday, I oh, yeah. had, because we were under a lot of stress in our family, well, in our family, me, Mark, and Millie, our little fam, we mm-hmm. were under a lot of financial stress, and I had made it really clear to Mark that I did not want him to do anything big for my birthday. So what I meant by that was I don't need you to take me like in the past, past birthdays from Mark for me have included, um, weekends away to Asheville, North Carolina, a huge kitchen appliance. Like Mark is pretty good at these types of types of gigs. So a a really fancy dinner out at a fancy hotel in town. And so I was like, we're, not in a place where like I feel like you need to do that so I said you don't need to do anything big for my birthday and Mark took that advice incredibly literally and it turns out that it was also like a time in my life that I I should have communicated it better and it was also a time in my life that I was under a lot of like work stress and so I came home on my birthday and I had imagined one thing and I had not communicated, I guess, the thing that I had imagined. And it did not turn out well. I was really emotional about it. And it made Mark feel like shit. And then I ended up doing a bad thing to my dad and, like, guilting him. And, like, it just was not – it wasn't a good look. And you know what? It was because there was pressure and lack of communication. Yes, expectation is the root of all heartache. That's I know. Of- often misquoted uh, to Shakespeare. I know there's some reason, like, that it's misquoted. I can't remember what it is. But it's oh, true. Yeah. What? Yeah, you know, I do. I feel like. Oh that's my God, saying. Katie! What? What? I what? need to. I need to quote Michelle Duggar. <laughs> oh my gosh! Interrupt this to quote Michelle Duggar, uh, please. I don't even want to, but it's a good sentiment. They are this that her family hair has is so issues. Soft. 
It's so fluffy. We can do uh, multitudes. You can be a person with issues who also says something reasonable. Yes. Okay. So this is one of those reasonable things that she's saying, uh, that she said, it, which is that expectations ruin relationships. Mm, I completely agree with that because the thing is, is that we don't want to, we don't want others and we don't want, we don't want, I don't know. We can't put our fantasies and our imagination onto another person, right? Other people are way more complex than that. So that's why we have to like, we have to actively yes. communicate our wants and our needs. But I just think, I think in my situation, I was really trying to seem um, like the chill wife because mm -hmm. I knew that we were stressed or strapped for cash. And I was hoping that my husband would seem like the chill husband um, and would like be like, oh, we're not that strapped for cash. But I can't. That was me putting my imagination onto Mark. Mark right. is not the chill husband, you know, or like okay. at least whatever archetype I've created in my mind. Right. And as the Gottmans would say, your partner is not really is not uh responsible for things you did not ask them to do. That is absolutely correct. Your partner mm -hmm. is also not responsible or accountable to the person that you imagine them to be. No. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's good, Katie. That's yeah. good. I'll write that down. Quote me. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, AARP Put it on has, my forehead. <laughs> yes, on your forehead. Um, a t-shirt, a, a tiny forehead t-shirt. It's yeah. going to be adorable. Um, AARP has a cute little list of eight ways to celebrate your spouse. Please quote AARP. Please. I know. I really want, I, that, I feel like that's really kind of our vein. Um, so that's they our, talk that's about our give, audience. Yeah, it's really our audience. You need to give the gift of, and these are like free things to do, um, which I really like. Give the gift of your undivided attention, 20-second reunion hugs when you return home from work, checking in as a morning ritual, surprise them with small romantic gestures, uh, pay them one compliment every day, and they hear, quote John Gottman, um, that happy couples ha need have a, a 20 positive interactions for every one negative. Um, which, whew, uh, spend quality time on a low, uh, budget. 20 to positive to one negative. Gottman says five to one. Five to one is where they got to, but I think is, uh, I could be, well, AARP could be misquoting them, but I remember something about the research showing when they found happy couples, like five to one was like the maintenance. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But we'll also, to... like, if, you, if you're doing 20 to one, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue. Oh, yeah. Five right? to one does seem like a really... If for every five positive interactions we're having, and, and if we're including, and I know Gottman does, every single interaction, if this is a positive or negative interaction, like... Five to one is low. That's real low. So maybe it is 20 to one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I mostly interact. Like, Mark and I might have one negative interaction every two days. Right. Exactly. And that, you're probably and that closer like, and above yeah. that 20 to one, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That number so, makes more sense. Yeah. Although, uh, I will say, not to shame anybody else, but I do think that if your ratio is five to one, then, like, maybe you're not communicating that often. <laughs> and, yeah. Or maybe, like, yeah. I right. Don't know. Tell us how that is. If it feels wonder, okay or if guess, it doesn't. I, and you could, and one could, maybe one who is, has a podcast about this and did the research and probably should have looked this up. Um, well. But someone <laughs> could look into the definition of negative because I know when we do this with teacher stuff, I know I've said this before, but it's the child's response. Even if you say something like uh, neutral or nice or positive, if the child responds negatively, then it's, it's like a negative interaction. Mm. Like Caitlin and I got into the weirdest like 
like, not fight, but just, like, bigger yesterday. And we were looking at each other, we are like, why are we fighting about this? This is so stupid. Okay. But, like, well, sorry. it wasn't heated, but it was bigger, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I um, learned recently that the Gottmans, there are three ways to respond to a bid for connection, any type of bid mm-hmm. for connection. Um, yeah. The first is to turn towards. Obviously, this is the yes. positive way. Mm-hmm. The second is to turn away, right? So to ignore. And then the third is to turn against. So that's to get aggressive. And you and I have never talked about the third one. And it's not always to get aggressive, but to get aggressive or defensive, right? To get to take things to a more hostile place. And so I'm thinking that when the Gottmans are talking about negative interactions, they're talking about turning aways or turning against. You know? Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. that. Turning for every yeah. time that, that we're, t- for that every time turn, that we're turning away or turning against our partner, we need to have twenty times that we twenty turn times you turn in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I like that. That would um, make sense last... for kids too, right? Like, yes, mm-hmm. you have to like that relationship building thing is so attachment, babe. It yes. is all. It just makes me think about like parents don't have to be perfect with their kids, but the ratio should probably be for a de- when your kid is a young kid. I think we should challenge ourselves to have 19 really positive interactions, 20 really positive interactions to one turning away or turning against, you know? Yeah. I'm excited about this idea. Okay. Yes, me too. <laughs> uh, they have two other quick tips yeah. from AARP. I just want to finish the list, you know? Yeah, please do. Um, take a moment to reflect on why your marriage works. I like that one a lot. Ah, uh, yeah. We always do this after we hang out with people. Oh my God, me too. I think. That's like the best part about hanging out with people is that you can always leave and say, we're so much more functional than that. Oh my God. Can you <laughs> I think imagine? every married couple does this no matter how, like, no matter how based in fact it actually is or isn't. Yes. Like, it's always well, fun think, to do that. I think like the, another perspective on that thing, and I, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure that we all do this. And what you're doing is you're talking about your compatibility. So like the thing that works for that couple it doesn't mean they're ha- unhappy or miserable. It just would never work for you. Like, there yeah. are couples where sometimes, like, I will, I don't know, maybe I'm nosy or maybe I'm just close to my friends, but I'll, like, poke at a at a question that I've been wondering about for about their relationship, and they, like, definitely pick up the conversation from the last time that I asked them about it. Uh-huh. So they hadn't talked about like, haven't talked about it any time in between. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, and I just, and I'm such a talker. Like, if there's something on my mind, we are going to be talking about it several times until my wife like tells me that's enough <laughs> yeah yeah me too yeah that's um that has been a co- that, topic of conversation with me and my husband recently yeah <laughs> but that compatibility like what that's yeah. what works for us it doesn't necessarily mean that all married couples operate on the same like needs we have a couple that we know that speaks to each other pretty harshly like uh, speaks mm-hmm. to each other pretty um like they call each other names and like they're just they're pr- they're quick to hostility and mm-hmm. Mark and I one time were hanging out with them, and afterwards we were like, you would be crying if I said that to you. We were both just like, oh my god, we'd both be like shaking and in tears if those were words coming out of each other's yes. mouth. And like, no judgment. Like, people are like that. It's just, it is, it's a compatibility thing. It's like... Right, it's what can I handle? Because we all have like those things that would drive someone crazy. Yeah. It's like this with kids and teachers, too. Like, there are some kids that drive certain teachers nuts and it, they won't, and the next teacher will have them and love them. You know, yeah. it's just about like. Yeah. You know, well, you like, also know how my, um, my favorite person, I need to talk, like we should one day talk about my dad and my stepmom's marriage because they have a really cutely compatible marriage too. But like my stepmom is a n- nutter butter about 
like hospitality and cleanliness and like hostessing. She, oh yeah, she. That's my nice way of saying like she's got she's she's somewhere on the spectrum of obsessive compulsive disorder. She like the actual or obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Like she is actually very like she's so meticulous. And my dad just like accepts her and loves her and celebrates it you know and not only that like he's just not gonna change her and he encourages it like he'll go out and like buy her the cleaning supplies and oh my god my dad is like every single afternoon he's at the grocery store buying cat food and cleaning supplies I love it so yeah it's a that's how you do it yeah well I was thinking about well yeah you do that's all that's that's a good lesson for me I was thinking about celebrating the ways that I think about celebrating Mark and one of my favorite ways to do it is bragging about Mark in public um, uh. and bragging about him in front of him too. And, and also like to his family, it's a really big deal. I just find that like, that is a good way to show him that I really respect him is by showing, by telling his family that I respect him in front of him. You know, I, I don't know why, that. but like that seems, to, and it means a lot to me too. Like when I get bragged on, um, yeah, and it's like, relationship building with the family too. Like they're yeah. acknowledging that you love love the important things about him. Yeah, I told you that like my favorite thing to say to Betsy is that um, I like I really like your son. Yeah, like you did a good job raising him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's but a good one. I I know also people like that's one way that I like to do that. I also really like to like this is silly, but like I like to make Facebook posts. Like it just makes me happy to like show other people just to celebrate Mark in public. Like I want other people to know that I am proud of him and that I am proud to be with him. And it's not necessarily for other people. It's for him. I want him to feel like I am proud of him. You know, now Katie, you do realize you aren't on Facebook and haven't been in like years. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I also realize now that Mark is like, Mark would be like, you did not obtain my written consent to post an image of me on the internet, which is like, (laughs) Uh, sometimes I roll my eyes and sometimes I don't roll my eyes. <laughs> it just depends on the day. What it depends on the life? day. It really depends on whether or not I got caught posting an Instagram picture. <laughs> <laughs> How, what are your like weird favorite, not weird, but like small favorite ways to celebrate Caitlin? I think one of the big things is tradition and finding those mm, sweet mm-hmm. things that you can do. Um, that you're not always going to have the most creative idea. You're not always going to be able to pull off the big, grand, romantic gesture. But if you can do the thing, the established tradition that says, I love you and I'm celebrating you, that is such a beautiful thing to me. We always acknowledge um, our, like, month anniversaries. Like, today is the first of something. And so that's, like, we yeah. we're like, oh, we do the math and calculate it together. and um, And... I think the thing that I'm learning in terms of celebrating my spouse mm-hmm. is there's a lot of celebrations that we do day to day. A lot of things that I think sometimes, like not to put myself on a high horse or anything, but sometimes I'll see like, oh, this person's like waxing poetic about this thing that their partner did for them. But in my marriage, it just happens so frequently. But really, yeah. though, it does. Like I feel like those those romantic gestures are not things that we reserve for special occasions necessarily. Yeah, that's really nice. That's a good way to celebrate each other. I am also a big fan of like making a point to be when somebody walks in the door, making it a point to like stop and say, I am really happy to see you mm-hmm. like, or like welcome home. Like mm-hmm. that is our, whether it's our kid or our partner, that's something I 
I think is incredibly important. And no matter what's happened or what the mood is that day, like that's, 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 that's a fresh start. That's a good moment. And it makes me think about Lewis Carroll, um, in through the looking glass and the unbirthdays and the, the now statistics prove, prove that you've one birthday. Imagine just one birthday every year, but there are 364 unbirthdays precisely Mm -hmm. why we're gathered here to cheer. Oh, and so if you're only celebrating, it's important to celebrate and mark the big moments and do that in a way that has like open communication between you and your partner. Really talk through how you want to be celebrated um, and and then let that happen. But don't forget that, you know, you can't the celebrations that really matter. It's as Gretchen Rubin would say, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also be mindful too. like really take the time to like sit in the feeling of gratitude and like feel the joy for your partner, like celebrate, yeah. like feel the celebration, you know, that's a, absolutely because that way, if you're feeling, having those positive, pleasurable sensations of gratitude and joy manifests into the relationship. You know. I think maybe we should have a spousing drinking game, and it should be like you drink every time we reference Katie the Gottmans. Katie tells you to be mindful. <laughs> that we should talk about mindfulness. Yeah. And, you know, I think our spousing, the spousers out there, just come up with those rules, send them to us. We could compile them and make a spousing drinking game list. Yeah. Because yeah. it turns out marriage tenets are really applicable in across many situations. They really are. And also... It turns out making any type of relationship work, micro, macro, sexual, non-sexual, you need certain things. So You do. That's yeah. true. Yeah, there's a couple What do you do for truths. your plants that you don't do for your husband? There is truly not a thing. The more I tend to my husband, the more I reap what I sow, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any recommendations today? I... Have I recommended my favorite um, sitcom TV show, American Housewife, already on this podcast? Or have I just recommended that to you personally? I think you just recommended it to me personally. It is, y'all, it is my favorite. It is so good. It is a dumb sitcom on ABC, um, but it is, I'm just like watching, catching up on the episodes that I've missed tonight and before you and I even started this. And the main character, it's about um, a married couple and then their three kids who are like adolescent age. And it's so good and so funny. And the main characters, the main girl is named Katie. And she is the closest thing to me that I have seen on a TV show. Like, I feel very, I very much identify with her. She's like a bit, a little bit more of a misanthrope than I am. Like a little Mm -hmm. bit more negative than I am. But um, I just love her. And then her relationship to her husband reminds me so much of my relationship to Mark. It is just my favorite show. Every joke is funny. It's hilarious. And... (laughs) I cannot endorse it enough. It is such a ha- like happy, healthy, lighthearted watch. It's on what network? I think it's on ABC, but it's on Hulu. ABC. I mean, you okay. can watch it on Hulu, all of it. The first season is like 20, se- 20 episodes long. I think it's into the third season now. It's so good. It's so good. I cannot. And I got my favorite baby name from that show, Anna Cat, their daughter. Oh, you know, oh, the name yeah. that I love. Yeah. So um highly recommend okay good it's to know really, it's so I, cute every season i'm like praying that american housewife gets like renewed and alex will text me and be like it was renewed again oh great <laughs> yes. this is really important um i oh, i'm gonna watch that i also just went to add that so i'm gonna hit you with a triple recommendation the first <laughs> is uh i have been keeping a list of things that people recommend to me 
which has been so helpful because when I'm sitting around, I'm like, I don't know what to watch. I have literally a list, and I went to go add American Housewife to my list, and it's already on there because you already recommended it to me. It's so Um, good. You should also start keeping tallies of how many times other people recommend it. So that if it's gotten recommended a lot, then you know, or if it's gotten recommended to you more than once, you know that it's like higher ranking. And certain people's recommendations would like weigh more than others, you know? this system seems really intense. I like it. Katie, you have never recommended anything to me that wasn't like a smash hit, so. One of my favorite friendship things in the entire world is when somebody takes one of your recommendations and like really reads it or watches it or listens to it and like has feedback for you. It makes me feel like... That is, like, my favorite feeling in the world. Although yes, my least it. favorite feeling is showing somebody a TV show or a movie that I really like and, like, feeling like, do they like it? Do they yeah, like it? yeah. It's a real double-edged it's sword. It's a real double-edged sword. Okay, right, so that's my first it. recommendation. My yep. second is, uh, it's a real cold-off-the-presses situation, but it's just been coming back into our lives lately. Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer album is mm. one of the best of our time. It is mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. good. That's it is so, so good. you make me feel. That one. Yes, girl. Yeah, it's really good. Um, that's what I was thinking about celebration, and I was like, how do we celebrate? One of the things that we tend to do is take little tiny road trips, like go like an hour outside of town, and it's like, that's what we know. Like, okay, we're putting on Janelle Monae or mm. Beyonce or something else. Like, yeah, it's the thing Actually, that, like, Jason Mraz has up. a great road trip album that we oh. like to listen to. Uh-huh. Uh, that one's called No. It's also very good. Oh, my God. I have quadruple recommendations. And my last recommendation is... <laughs> If you're car shopping Uh and you're looking at two cars and one of them has a normal key and the other one has that kind of key you just leave in your purse and you just get to walk up to it and it automatically unlocks, you should buy that second car. (laughs) Because today while I was searching for my keys, I was like, I haven't had to do this in a while. I haven't lost my keys in a while. How come? And then I realized Mm. it's because my car, I have scaffolded, I have my atrophied skill set exists in a way that I had to support it with technology, mm-hmm. and it worked. Mm-hmm. But then when you couldn't rely on the technology anymore... I failed. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Mark is always trying to teach me, and he loops in my nephew to, like, gang up on me about this. This is why Mark is always trying to teach me the roots places, because in case I lose my phone, I'm going to need to know how to get around. Oh, the roots. I do there is not nothing more want boring. to know about the roots. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to know. <laughs> Sorry, right, the Katie. roots. Okay, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Find uh, us on Twitter, Instagram at How Do I Spouse. Send us your questions at How Do I Spouse at gmail.com or on Insta messages. And that's it. I think we spouse. I think we spouse. See you later. Bye.